It's loading. It's loading. Cool. <laughs> I'll just leave this in the podcast. It's still loading. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Hello and welcome to Video Game Rations, a monthly book club style video game podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Swain. And I am Eric Reger. I'm Nolan Lorch. We're here to deliver your monthly dose of video game nourishment. Mm. If you're unfamiliar with us, we're a couple of friends who pick a video game every month, try to complete it, and talk about our opinions on the game. For this month, we played Outer Wilds. Not to be confused with Outer Worlds. Yes, don't. That released the same year. Yeah, very confusing. (laughs) Very confusing, yeah. It's uh, really hard to talk to this game with people who've played Outer Worlds. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I have to explain it. We're talking about a great little indie called Outer Wilds. Uh, before we get into the game, we got to cover our housekeeping. If you could share the podcast, leave us any reviews on Apple Podcasts. That really, really helps the show out. Open up your phone right now. Get on it. Search for video game rations in the store. Scroll down to the bottom. Hit that five star. Yeah. Hit it. I'm doing it right now. Nice. It's that easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, feel free to send us any feedback at videogamerations at gmail.com. We want to know what you think about the game we're playing for the month, what game you guys want to play in future months. What do you guys think of the podcast? Give us any feedback there. You could also do that Twitter at VG Rations. The only thing you're limited in characters, 240 only. Mm-hmm. That's uh, right. Send us a thread. You can send us a thread. Yeah, you could, you could thread it out if you want. <laughs> but if you want to get a little bit more uh, personal... The email is the way to go. Uh, and then we got a bump in Discord server. You can find the link on our Twitter bio. Yes, sir. Guys, what, yeah. have, you been, what have you been playing this month besides Outer Wilds? Let's get the uh, video game conversation going. It What's popping? Has been a What's not? slow month. So, played this game. A slow month or a fast month? Slow month. Well, sorry. It's been slow going on the gaming. Okay. Not- the month has gone by. Life favorite. has been busy. Yeah, life has been crazy. Yes. But uh, <clears throat> just been dropping into some Fall Guys. Mm-hmm. Just trying to get that elusive crown. <laughs> um, not getting it. Yeah. Always get to like round two and then get bumped off. Yeah. I So the day was free. I downloaded it and like the servers were getting hammered and I got in there and I got, I was like right there on the crown and just somebody beat me Ooh. to it like i'm Ooh. jumping on the other side yeah and i haven't come remotely close since i think people's skill level has gone up dramatically <laughs> and there's a lot of trolls in there too i was gonna yeah. say but that game requires very little skill that's yeah. the that's, that's some the joy yeah. Yeah. yeah there's some of the harder ones where you have to like grab the tail and stuff yeah. like that that one's a little bit tricky but yeah yeah, it's fun it I, is definitely most extreme elimin- elimination yeah. challenge yes. in a cute uh video game format <laughs> I've only played two rounds, and the first round I got eliminated first time. Mm. Second round I made it to the crown, mm. the crown round, the finale. Yeah, I was two. I was behind. I was in third place. Like if you, there was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, closest to crowned. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was good. Nice. Um, yeah, I'd like to see them. I mean, it's very Mario Party esque. So it's mm-hmm. getting. I'm curious if they're going to start adding different challenges they're gonna have to at some point but like yeah i don't want to do something like a button mashy game added to it but keep doing the cool obstacle courses Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I want to try it. I haven't tried doing it with online play with like a party of people yet. I'm kind of curious. Can you do that? I yeah. think so. Yeah, oh, you can. Cool. You can start a party and play. It doesn't have like local or couch co-op or anything, but. I think you just, it's four, you could do up to four people maybe. Yeah, you probably just watch your friends or something. No, I think you all play in the same match. Right, but if I get eliminated, then I'm just watching, cheering you on, Yeah, uh, backseat driving. That'd be cool. I mean, there's the team rounds. Oh, yeah. So you probably get stuck. We'll have to try it sometime. Yeah. Yeah. have to try it. Nolan? Uh, Yeah, this month, uh, (laughs) this month was busy. Work was crazy for me, so I didn't play a ton of stuff. Um, I played a. I started playing a little bit of Persona Five. Oh, um, which is fun. That's a dive. It is a dive. From what I hear, and I don't know anything about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a good morning, just like chill out game. Mm. Um, but yesterday, I um, uh, had a little game date with our buddy Chris Lawrence mm. Um, mm. over on the East Coast, and. We started playing games, and he's like, oh, yeah, hey, I've been playing Sea of Thieves. I was like, what? You bastard. I've told you I want to play that game. Yeah. So I was like, I downloaded it right then, and uh, my other friend Duncan also just happened to hit me up and said, I got Game Pass. So we all hopped into Sea of Thieves and did some treasure hunting, and that game is very fun. Yeah. I want to play it. Um. It's a lot more in-depth than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. They've added a lot since it first it, came out. It seems like it. Like you're when you load it up for the first time, you are bombarded with like ghosts and all sorts of crazy yeah. shit. Mm. And I was like, I don't know what any of this is. And Chris doesn't isn't hasn't played it a lot, so he also doesn't really know mm-hmm. much about it. So yeah, it was fun. Nice. Um, are you building up? Like I know little about it yeah. besides online co-op pirate uh-huh. game. Yeah, are you building up a ship together? No. Okay. Um, I mean, sort of, but it's more. It's like cosmetic only. So you there's three ships you can pick from, mm-hmm. and it just depends on your party size. So, like, you can do like the smallest ship, which is like for two people. Mm-hmm. There, you can also probably do it by yourself. Um. There's a three-person one and then a four-person one. And the <coughs> three and four are, like, significantly larger than the schooner, which is the two-man one. Mm. But, um, the schooner. Yeah, the schooner. <laughs> schooner. Uh, but uh, it seems like you load into a lobby, you go do piratey things, and then you just leave the game, and then you get a new ship every time you join a new game. Oh, okay. But then you unlock with like money and stuff. You can like buy like flags and mm-hmm. different like paint painting styles. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of like getting treasure maps and like going to islands and yeah. finding treasure and, you know, yeah. sinking other ships. And I was going to say, just I thought the whole thing was like ship battling. It is. Sh- it is. And also just like treasure hunting. And there's now like a bunch of like ghost stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a Kraken that we ran into Dang. and it destroyed us like it was the the water is like probably the most impressive thing in the game like if you get motion sickness you will not be able to play this game really yeah Hmm. like it it feels like very much like you're on a boat interesting and um the water is like this really like really nice like caribbean blue color and then we were sailing to an island to find like a 
find like some buried treasure and all of a sudden the water just like goes black <laughs> and these massive tentacles arms shoot up in the air and just freaking destroy us cool yeah it was awesome uh there's also a megalodon like mat like giant mm-hmm. shark that mm-hmm. chases mm-hmm. you and stuff so mm-hmm. dude it's it's really fun yeah it's definitely like a make your own fun kind of game right 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 um we didn't run into any other players, which was I thought was kind of weird. Hmm. Um, you might not. I wonder if there's like a level cap where you get put into like public servers. Or I something. was wondering that too, because I, I mean, like there is an arena mode now, so like if you want to do PvP only, you can go in the arena mode. But I, I was like, there's got to be people like still on the adventure server, and then, hmm. um, I mean, there's like ghost pirate ships and stuff like that too, so. I don't know. Hmm. It's really cool. I just started playing it, but I had a blast. Um, it seems like there's a you can go really in depth, and there's like multi tiered story missions you hmm. can go on and stuff. It's it's cool. Nice. I wish we could all play it together. It'd be a great game. Yeah, I, I, I do want to play it sometime. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, you can't play it on PlayStation. Yeah, I've heard it's good, really good for just kind of like just hijinks, like you said, making your own fun. Uh, I, one of my coworkers, she plays it with her friends just mm-hmm. as a way to like socialize with other yeah. people since we're in a global pandemic and yeah. stuff like that. So I would probably say it's, I would almost argue that it's the best Xbox pirate adventure exclusive game. game. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I was going to say, what was that other part? Skull and bones. That one never came out. Yeah. It hasn't come out. Yet. Oh, that was the Ubisoft. The Ubisoft one. Yeah. Ah, I forget this one was rare. That's, yeah, that's crazy to me, dude. It's so it's so good. Like, I mean, you know, Halo's great and Gears is whatever. But as far as like a unique exclusive for Xbox, mm-hmm. like this is a total get. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. So and uh, that Garden game, but that's on PC too. Grounded. Yeah, Grounded. Yeah, and that's not out yet. Yeah, which is also a rare game, I think. Yeah. No Obsidian. Sorry. Yes, that's it. Obsidian. Um. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Black Flag was like. A dope pirate game. Yeah. And then they were talking kind of like Sea of Thieves shortly after that. And I was like, oh, but then I got rid of my Xbox before that. I can see the potential for some like pretty in-depth sailing mechanics because Mm -hmm. you have to adjust the sails to to maximize speed. You have to Mm -hmm. adjust the sails into the wind and stuff. So like if you had like a really like people you played with all the time, you could dominate. Yeah. And also like you can use the heart like there's harpoons. You can use it to like anchor yourself to rocks and other ships mm. to make you do like a hard turn mm-hmm. oh it's awesome nice <laughs> drifting drifting yeah <laughs> nice it's great uh brian what are you yeah gaming on? also a very busy month for me i had a covid wedding and a covid honeymoon oh, so yeah. that <laughs> took up a lot of time congratulations thank you thank you um so I, I did get to play a lot of Outer Wilds. I got the farthest of everybody, but we'll talk about that later. Um, just playing Warzone socially, too. Um, I did hop into the Call of Duty Cold War teaser that they had in Warzone. Nice. On Wednesday or Thursday, I did that. It was pretty cool. It was pretty easy, pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I imagine. A teaser. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it was a teaser. Uh, but the team that does black ops and that is doing cold war tends to have the best and most interesting campaigns out of that one so i'm yeah. pretty pretty stoked on, on that i think it'll be cool yeah definitely the most like 
fun action right games yeah and it's there's way more of a story to it than like a military thing yeah. there's a lot of like um trying to think brainwashing and like that type of stuff you yep. know yeah taking acid and things like that <laughs> yeah dude so it's definitely more more of a interesting a unique story than just we're in the army yeah, yeah. so hopefully that'll be cool it's a direct sequel to black ops one. Oh, so, really yes so they're just starting over with the sequels yeah <laughs> yeah the, well there's like black ops two and three and those were like future like way in the future this is like directly after the vietnam event of black ops one got you so it's got the you. same characters from black ops one it's a continuation of that oh, cool that story all right black ops one was great yeah yeah it was really good I don't remember any of the stories in those games. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, right before the uh, Kevin Spacey one. I think that was Black Ops 2, I think. Right, yeah. yeah I, I never get, played that I, didn't get the, I think right. I played Black Ops 1. I played Black Ops 2 multiplayer, but I never played the campaign. Yeah, the yeah. campaign was really good. Black on Ops 1 had Ed Harris as one of the characters in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh, he, was, uh, he was like a CIA guy. Yeah. And I just remember there's like one mission where you go... There's like the snow radar te- station, mm-hmm. and you you're like alongside with him. Yeah, that was good. Nice. Yeah, nice. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. So they've already said Warzone is going to go through to the next game. So it'll be interesting to see how that works with a new Call of Duty release. I was even the studios though. Didn't they switch between? These two games. So yeah, they switch every three years. Is a different a different studio that does Call so of Duty. Which studio is taking over Warzone? I think it'll still be Infinity Ward working hmm. on it. Will be my guess. Or there's another one that did most of the Warzone like maps and stuff like that. I think it's Raven Studios. Yeah, I think they're doing the multiplayer for Black Ops. Yeah, they, whichever one did the because there's so a there's Call of Duty. Yeah, there's like the Call of Duty main Infinity Ward, right? Yeah, and then was Treyarch the second one? Treyarch or? does was doing. They did man. World War. I, yeah, World at War. Whichever I, the I second think they do studio the Black Ops was, too. I felt had it down. They were like tighter on everything because the previous game kind of set the standard, and then they kind of implemented on it. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm curious how this will go because I feel like the other studio could maybe make Warzone a little tighter. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know because there's stuff in Warzone that just drives me up the wall. Mainly, like, their ping system. <laughs> oh, yeah, the ping system's bad. The ping system's bad. The ping system's really uh, bad. But I, I don't think it, they're going to be, like... I don't... I imagine it would be extremely difficult to, like, pass that on. Yeah, that's... Like, so I don't know how I ju- I don't know why. Do it makes me so angry that I can't play Modern Warfare... Or I can't play Warzone without installing yeah. the whole game. <laughs> yeah. It's so dumb. Like it's for free weekends. That's pretty. I much don't it. have space on my fucking <laughs> machines for two hundred plus gigs of yeah. uh, one game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it makes me so angry. So I, I would That's hope that is. they would just. Uh, no, it isn't, Brian. It is what it is. No, <laughs> you can't argue that. It just is what it is. No, man. I can't argue it. People, people argue video games all day long yeah. on the internet. And I feel like my argument is pretty reasonable. <laughs> it definitely is reasonable. Yeah. Um, no. You got to partition all your hard drives, just to- dude. I I actually um, I'm thinking about getting another hard drive. Um, just Western- for Call of Duty. Oh, no. 
Western Digital makes like a external solid state drive for like 150 bucks, mm-hmm. and um, I might get that nice. and just use that to install all my games on. Um, just a quick little aside too. Uh, I got a, a new TV, a 4K TV. Ooh, I don't ever remember hearing that the standard PlayStation 4 was going to support HDR. So I didn't realize that was a thing. So like I remember when the Xbox One, they made a big deal about like now you have HDR on your standard Xbox mm-hmm. and yeah. the One X. But the regular just uh launch PS4 does HDR too. And I, I noticed like a, a pretty big difference playing Outer Wilds and Warzone. Really? And, like the lighting and colors and stuff. I thought I think it's like a simulated HDR. It could be. It could be. Because there I, was like a like I remember Xbox was doing it like proper and then PlayStation was doing some sort of like scale up mm-hmm. or I, I don't remember. But yeah, Sony's got all. I the, thought you had to do the. I thought you had to have the pro. That's what I that's what I was saying. That's I cool. Thought, I thought it. Yeah. But uh, as soon as I plugged it into my TV, like my PlayStation 4 booted into like re like to calibrate the HDR huh. stuff. And I was like, hmm. I didn't didn't know I was getting this little little bump up. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. How's that TV? Oh, it's really good. Nice. It's really good. <laughs> Mine's garbage. I'm getting used to it yeah. a little bit. It took took a little while to get used to like the frame rate. Yeah, the frame rate's like, weird. Yeah. Well, wait. Do you have what's your uh, refer- is it a smart TV? It is a smart TV. Apps yeah. in it. Wait till you, uh, when we upgraded to our like fake 4K, it's uh-huh. like the up-res one. Uh, the Netflix on it basically has that like motion shit on it, and then you can't turn it off. Uh, so mine's an Android. TV, but I still have an Apple TV, so I'm just uh, okay. I'm just using the Apple TV. I'm not That's, using. Any I ran it. I had to run it through smart, my PlayStation smart to, apps to get around that. Yeah, there's there is some like Netflix calibration mode, and I was like, uh-uh, I'm just using yeah, the don't. Apple TV. <laughs> yeah, not worth it. Uh oh yeah, because we were watching The Witcher or something. It was like super sped up, and we we're like, Ooh, yeah, oh, bad. Yeah. Um, all right, a little light light on the gaming news talk this month, kind of just since we've been all so so busy and stuff like that. Uh, we're going to go back into some, some next-gen stuff. So uh, Sony, you can pre-register <laughs> to an invite-only PlayStation 5 pre-order. But... And so anybody can register for it, but that doesn't mean you'll be selected... And that doesn't mean you'll be able to pre-order a PS5 or guarantee yourself a PS5, or even know what's going to cost. Well, yeah, that's the next thing is they haven't announced. There's no pricing yet, but uh, Sony says. Uh, hold on, let me look. Let me look up the PS5 FAQ real quick because we were we were reading it earlier and it's kind of funny. Who will be selected to receive an invitation to pre-order <laughs> this PlayStation Five? Our selection is based on previous interests and PlayStation activities. Tweet at them. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta make your presence be known. You gotta tweet at them. You gotta have the trophies. I, yeah, I don't understand. You gotta be <laughs> speaking in the PlayStation versus Xbox forums. You gotta be out there. Oh uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta be. You gotta be a foot soldier in the, in the <laughs> console war. Oh God, <laughs> on the front line. Yeah. Yeah, it's silly. That's so stupid. It's yeah. a. I think it's a tactic to limit because they're they're sounding like their numbers are super low, mm-hmm. so they're trying to like whittle it down. But still, that's like yeah, elitist. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like it's kind of a, a slight to a anyone who wants to buy one. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. oh, you might not be able to, and you have to have been previously interested in yeah. either Sony stuff in general. Like, are you buying Sony TVs? Are you yeah. buying Sony monitors? Like, you know, because they keep track of all that stuff for sure. Yeah. Honestly, it sounds like we can't make we can't manufacture enough uh, PlayStations for because of COVID. Yeah, we try to. We just need to sexy and make it a, like exclusive. Yeah, a VIP lounge. Like, they're probably just like, <laughs> this is gonna be like the sneaker world. Like, yeah, there's probably one guy who's yeah. a sneakerhead. He's like, we should do this. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that's even unrelated. But when COVID was happening and Disneyland and Disney World were shutting down, I was like, they could easily do an elite thing where they said, will you pay X amount of money? Yeah. You will be one of two families in there and you can ride everything and do everything. Oh my. But yes. then it, that's just like privilege. That's yeah, the, just that's showing just, privilege. Yeah. yeah, that's just rich people yeah. going to these parks and paying a lot of money. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing with this. I don't know how you have to show that you're a... <laughs> yeah, it's so vague. <laughs> I mean, if you go on like Amazon's PlayStation 5 site, you can just be like, notify me when pre-orders available yeah. and stuff. And it's just like, whoever pre-orders, pre-orders. And they, they're going to still like limit yeah. one counts, one console per house and stuff like that. It's yeah. There's definitely a community of, of people who are very unforgiving when um, developers say, due to COVID, mm. we're delaying. And it's like, if this is just conspiracy. They just needed more time and they're lying to us because of COVID. It's like, I don't know what that attitude is, but also like as a company, just be honest and like, just say like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we can't manufacture many because the world's in a fucking global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, only a few people are going to get PlayStation fives this year. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can't even get mad at them for that. No, no. I almost was thinking they should have just delayed both. Consoles Dude, seriously. At this point. I like, know. Kotaku had it, had an article on Friday talking about i mean we're definitely not getting cyberpunk till next year (laughs) (laughs) you're already beating that drum huh oh man dude we i know it it's not coming out okay it's it's done it's not well the developers are there's been like multiple articles about like yeah the developers aren't happy with like where the game's at right now Mm -hmm. that game is getting delayed the melee was bad in it and then there was something else the driving i think wasn't good the driving never looked good to me to be honest yeah but um (laughs) So uh, kind of tangentially with that, it is, we're recording on August 30 today, right? So mm-hmm. September's right around the corner. The console, Xbox has said it, theirs is coming out in November. It's all, it's all November. That is two months away. And we still and don't know a price. We still don't know a price. PlayStation How crazy is potentially that? said October, and then I think Xbox was something in November, but they don't have. Yeah, PlayStation, the, the right now it's just holiday 2020. Yeah. And then... Uh, Xbox said November for sure, or Microsoft said Xbox, or bleh. Microsoft said November. We don't know a price yet. It's uh, who's gonna drop the price first? They were talking about this on uh, IGN Console Watch or whatever show that is. Mm-hmm. Sorry for butchering it, but they said something about the Microsoft CEO said they are ready to be flexible in pricing to compete with the PlayStation Five. So, so they're definitely not going to say they're no, they're not coming. So, yeah, because they want you know Sony to say it first, and then they'll be like, "We're a hundred dollars cheaper, we're fifty dollars yeah. cheaper, whatever." So, what if Nintendo came in and stealth dropped? Like well, a, so like a Switch. No, two? so there's rumors that <laughs> Switch is doing a Switch Pro next 
the early next, next year is yeah. the rumor. Yeah. But what if they were just like Switch Pro out now, two hundred bucks? And then <laughs> two hundred. Well, damn. you know, three hundred. What a, a yeah, price. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That's you heard a juicy it here. Price. <laughs> and then everyone f- would forget about Xbox yeah. and PlayStation. Tell them. Well, so if they did a if they did a Switch games. Pro, it would potentially be able to run like Cyberpunk in those mm, next gen I mean, games. Maybe. I mean, not if not if it's going to be handheld. I don't think. Yeah, but I mean, what's the point of doing a pro if it's not going to be able to... The rumor is like a higher resolution screen and better battery life eh. and some other input or something it's like that. It's the same as like what the PlayStation Pro is to the yeah. PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Just, Just think like, of like how Nintendo iterates on like the DSs and stuff like that. It's yeah. not, it doesn't get... DS I don't think it would get that crazy. No. Switch color. Um, another interesting thing... Switch, like, Switch Pro, Breath of the Wild 2... This month, September, <laughs> boom, four hundred dollars, <laughs> packaged at five. Uh, on next gen console war, uh, the guy who is like the the Sony expert, he runs the Jonathan Dornbush, mm-hmm. I think. It, the Beyond, the um, yeah, the Beyond guy. He was saying if hypothetically, if the Xbox Series X is a hundred dollars less than PlayStation Five, that it's not going to make that big of a difference. And I was like, I beg to differ. A hundred dollars is quite a bit less. If I'm on the fence, a hundred dollars could sure, sway me. Sure, you're on the fence, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're a PlayStation fan, I don't think it would matter. Right. Well, that's also what the price difference was between the PlayStation Four and the Xbox. Yeah, the Xbox One and was five hundred, and the PS Four was four hundred. Yeah, and people were irate at the price of the what was the connect yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah cuz it, it was all bundled in yeah it? right yeah. you were paying the extra dollars 100 dollars for the connect was the uh kind of the theory there yeah what was the i was just thinking he was saying something too about the playstation being that they win exclusives is pretty much like they have more exclusives more they have better exclusives and that will probably be the reason people do playstation yeah mm-hmm. but if yeah if you're on the fence and you need something to play this holiday yeah hundred dollar cheaper is gonna yeah i mean it launch hypothetically cyberpunk's supposed to be there xbox is a hundred dollars less there's not you know launch games aren't coming line up really that great so that could sway me over to one one side or the other we'll see we'll see honestly what's getting me right now is i have xbox game pass on pc and i could get that on my xbox and Mm -hmm. like that is a deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, uh, the ecosystem really is the interesting part to me. Okay, are we ready for the snack minute? Let's do some exploring. Yeah. Uh, any you any guesses? Pop rocks. No. Damn it. It's a pretty. I mean, it's a pretty easy thing. Like, you are constantly eating these marshmallows. Oh, marshmallows! So so blatantly obvious. It was right there. It was right there. Are they planet? Planet? Oh! Is there marshmallow in Milky Ways? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna get yeah. to that. Uh, Milky Ways are delicious. No, these are my least favorite candy. Really? I do not like the smooth nougat. Really? Oh my god. What's your favorite candy? Uh, well, I pr- just out of this, I prefer Are Three Musketeers. No, god, no. <laughs> it's all smooth nougat. Yeah, I like uh, Kit Kats or. Some of my favorites. Okay. That's a boring. Whoa. Yeah, it is I pretty boring. The texture? It is pretty boring. It's a cracker. It's yeah, a chocolate cracker. Yeah. You can at least do a Twix. It has caramel. Uh, Twix, Twix is are good. good, yeah. 
I'm a I'm a Snickers, you're really, you're Snickers getting, man. You're really getting this on. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought this was gonna be a lot easier. Now. I'm a Snickers man. Snickers is my Snickers are good. Is my go. I, I like peanuts though. I do like the Snickers too. Hey. Pay, I also like paydays for the same reason. Too too much caramel. Oh yeah, you're gonna pull filling out. Too man. Much, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're gonna lose a filling on that one. You guys enjoy okay. those. Oh, I will. Here, I'll throw the. I'm gonna have two. I haven't been this excited for a snack minute in a long time. Oh, yeah. There's some good conceptual ones, but mm-hmm. not ones that I really would like. Give me that right now. <laughs> I actually was going to buy just a thing of marshmallows and was walking through Target the other day and saw Milky Ways and I was like, oh, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the nougat it, to me is kind of marshmallowy, but it's not one to one with it. It is marshmallowy in texture and flavor. It, what is nougat? <laughs> good question. Do we want to know? I don't know. Uh, like a it's like recipe. Is it like looking at like how chicken dog. nuggets are made? <laughs> yeah. Family of confections made with sugar or honey, roasted nuts, whipped egg whites, and sometimes candied fruit. Okay. Not disappointing. No. So <laughs> that's good enough. It's horse hooves. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like yeah. hot dogs. <laughs> They're delicious, but you don't want to know what's on. Okay, guys. Out of Wilds, um, initially released May 28th of 2019, developed by Mobius Digital and published by Annapura Interactive. We got tons of awards for this game. And what I found out, too, is a lot of awards as for it as a student project. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't realize how developed it was before yeah. it got yeah. picked up. Definitely. Um, we got a meta score of 85 in the critic category and a user score of 7.6. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Yep. Uh, not enough shooting in this game. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> Too much thinking. Yeah. Uh, so what, what do you guys expect going into this? Did you have any idea what was, what was happening here? So I, I heard people talk about this game for a while. Um, just... It was getting raved as like this awesome game, and I didn't know it was like a, um, I'm gonna say a Game Pass exclusive. It was like a Epic Game Store and Game Pass mm-hmm. exclusive, I think, or something yep. like that. I didn't. So obviously, it was. It just wasn't on my radar because I didn't. I don't have either of those things. Mm-hmm. So um, I knew it was like a time loop ish game. Mm-hmm. I actually thought it was like. That game minute, which we talk about playing. Yep. I thought you would play the game in a section. I didn't think you would like explore and log your stuff. I didn't think right. it was like Groundhog's Day. I yeah. thought it was like you play twenty two minutes and that's it. A Groundhog's Day. Oh right. Yeah. Right. I thought you had like twenty two minutes to beat the game. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And that's mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my expectations going into it. Cool. And I I kind of knew there was a little bit of like flight. Uh, what's that? game you play herbal Kerbal space program yeah 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 <laughs> yeah um i knew a little bit more about this game just because i've listened to a, a couple podcasts talk about the game mechanics mm-hmm. so <clears throat> i knew there i knew about the planet like the the twins planet mm. um i didn't know a lot mm-hmm. uh most of the time like when they were like we're going into spoilers i would stop because mm-hmm. right this game uh, I would say more than most games, the less you know, the better experience you're going to have. Yeah. So 
I tried to like keep it, you know, but it's been out for a while. So if you listen to enough stuff and enough people talk about it, you're going to hear, you know, some stuff. Yeah. So I didn't know anything about, uh, the characters or like what you're, what you're, um, looking into or Mm -hmm. anything like that. So cool. Yeah, I uh, knew about the time loop and the sun going supernova, but like you both said on release, everybody was kind of like, it's best if you just go in blind. So I tried to avoid it as much as possible. So that's all I really knew about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, uh, it's fun going into stuff like this without knowing anything. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I do that for movies. Sometimes I do that for some video games too. It's like, I know I'm going to be into it. I'm just going to yeah. experience it yeah. myself. Yeah, for sure. It um, is nice that uh, just having positive reviews and all the awards stuff, I know that's kind of like just more icing on the cake, but going into a game with, with that those expectations up a little higher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. True. Um, so roughly how many hours do you guys think you put into the game? I, I would probably, what's it supposed to be, 30 total something like that like potentially you it, it it really depends like you could get to the final solution like pretty quick yeah. um if you're an expert pilot yeah yeah land. i mean <laughs> if you can land i think if you just like stumbled on the, the right stuff randomly you could be done pretty quick yeah. but yeah. um i would it say just I'm depends how much exploring and stuff you do and, mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. a lot of that yeah maybe 15 okay plus hours i'd say I mean, I put a good amount. Some days I was just messing around and didn't do anything mm-hmm. really of, yeah. of note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Uh, I think I'm probably up about 25, 30 hours right okay. now. Okay. Like, I played it in like four pretty significant chunks. Okay. So. Um, so I kept track of how many cycles I did. I was about 70 cycles, including like deaths and all that stuff. So anytime I had to like restart the time loop i kept track of it yeah um i said to take notes and i started taking notes but then i quickly realized my notes were being kind of taken for me in the computer yeah in a way so i yeah at the beginning i was taking notes um and i did also notice that the ship log but i didn't really i wanted more succinct notes like what i explored and what i thought thought I should do next so yeah. that kind of stuff I was keeping track of because nice. I played it in a lot shorter bursts with a couple like long sessions in there so I was doing like three or four loops at a time you know mm-hmm. after work or something like that yeah um so I played it in a lot more short sessions so the notes were more for me to like yeah, remember what like doing. what was I doing where was yeah. I where was I going what clues did I think might tie into <clears throat> yeah. other ones and stuff like that um so how do you guys start off? Where did you go first? Um, there's a character in the museum that's kind of like, what do you want to do? Kind of like offers a little bit of like yeah. guidance on, on where should you go? Where, mm-hmm. where, 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 where'd you guys take your little ship to? What, what? was your first We can even kind of sprinkle some of the, we, me and Brian watched the Noclip doc. Mm-hmm. And in the early development of this game, they were a lot of people that were playing it were having a hard time figuring out what they kind of do first. Mm-hmm. And so then they added like the zero G cave to kind of give you a little tutorial area. Mm-hmm. And then they basically made it so you had to go see the person get the launch codes. Yep. That was like 
the main thing to get you kind of off the planet. Yep. So they had characters dialogue kind of like uh, being disparaging towards space travel. So yep. then people were like, well, I'm not going to leave the planet. So they were yeah, just like the point? fucking oh. around in the zero G cave and stuff like that. So they're like, okay, we got to turn this into like a little community into a space forward, like exploration forward type of thing. So people get stoked on. Oh, that's, out space. that's pretty funny. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to think about it, playing it and after playing it and you're like, Oh, yeah, everyone is really positive and yeah. is telling me I should go to all these places. Yeah. Um, they pretty much just live to explore and go yeah. into space and hopefully not die. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I quickly uh, went around the town, talked to people. I wasn't as interested in talking to the people on your home planet. Mm -hmm. um, and then got the launch codes, fell off the tower, died. Uh, <laughs> luckily, I saw that statue. So... <clears throat> um, I already had the launch codes, and nice. then nice. the first place I went was the Twins. Okay. Cool. So how about you guys? Um, I stayed on. I explored the main your your planet and the moon a hundred percent before I went anywhere else, and then it was all free form. Nice. So yeah. Um, what is going on here? Sorry. Um, so, yeah, I my first location was the moon of Timber, Timber's Hearth. Addle Rock. Yeah, Addle Rock. And then, you know, you get the clue about Feldspar and the Bramble and oh, all that. That was so awesome. That type of stuff. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. And then from there, I went to uh, Brittle Hollow, which is probably the hardest <laughs> planet yeah. you, could Dude, go, you could go to yeah. first. It's and huge. I kind of that for me, that was pretty interesting because that set the stage that all the planets were going to be that intricate. And I probably spent like five, six, seven hours trying to explore everything there. The the underground city. I can't remember what it's called. Is the hanging, hanging, I think yeah, the hanging city is gigantic. Yeah. And then you get sucked into the black hole all the time. So and you many have to go times. To White Hole Station <laughs> and then you got to loop back down. And then there's gravity rocks all over the place and getting to the Southern Observatory is hard. And then there's the Tower of Quantum Knowledge, which took me forever to figure out how to get into. That's what I... There's a ton of stuff in there. That's the only thing I have left on Rillo. The Tower of Quantum tower. Knowledge. Yeah. Mm, I... It's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I made the mistake of going to the Hourglass Twins first, mm -hmm. personally, because it was so challenging as a... I mean, the Brill Hollow obviously has its own challenges. Yeah. But, like, the Hourglass, I was spending just so many times wandering in areas I didn't need to be in. And mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. well, what's the point of this? Yeah. But then when you finally get that little little nugget and it says your yeah. ship log updated, you're like, okay, I keep, I'll keep coming back. Mm -hmm. Yep. Doing it, like, five times. Yeah, I think um, when you land on a planet there's definitely like an ideal place to go to because when i first went to the amber twin i was like flying around the planet mm -hmm. and there was the uh crashed naomi ship i'm just gonna say naomi because it's <laughs> easier to remember um which then you kind of get the the clues of where the sunless city is hidden yeah. mm -hmm. and stuff like that so it, it kind of seems like there's uh, an ideal location to land and explore first because that's you learn the most about the planet that way. Um, and it took me a while to actually find the crash ship on the Brittle Hollow. 
And I was like, oh, this is would have been the ideal place to go through first because yeah. then they have the bridge, the the stairs that yeah. go down to the the planet. Right. I I definitely always went to the other space, um, the other uh, astronauts. Yeah, yeah. And we'd and, go talk to them. Oh, right? yeah. Because they would be like, there's these locations, mm-hmm. and um, and then I would go from there. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, so I didn't even think about I cert I kind of randomly fell into some of those people mm-hmm. just oh, yeah. using the signal thing, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like searching for them right, right away. Right, right. Usually, you could see like campfire smoke coming out. Yeah, yeah. So I would just like fly towards that. Oh yeah, that's true. That was one of the things in Brittle Hollow. There's like the the campfire smoke and that that kind of um, dilapidated like city area, you know. And then you like go into that tree, the, yeah. the building with the trees in it. Um, so there's a couple different planets in here with like very unique design elements, uh, a lot of different things that happen on each planet. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you guys want to go into that and talk about what you liked about it and didn't like? Yeah. Um, I actually think, uh, Brillo or Brittle Hollow was my favorite. Um, I really liked all of them Mm -hmm. to be honest. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, cause there was almost always something interesting, um, on all the planets. The one that I had the most issue with mechanically was, uh, deep giants, deep giants, deep mm-hmm. only because when you're on the, on the, um, islands, they get thrown out into space Yeah, and like my character would like, I, I feel like my, the physics of my character um, like would glitch out mm. a little bit. And Were I, you playing on PC or PS4? I played on PC, uh, uh, PS4. Okay. Not like it didn't feel like intentional. Yeah. Um, so like there would be some like random hiccupy things mm. happening. Like, um, it seemed like there was a lot of physics stuff going on yeah. under the hood, which oh, they yeah. talk, they talk about in the dock, yeah. which was really interesting. And it wasn't really a, I wouldn't really like, hold it against the game Mm -hmm. but if i had to like give it a critique like that's where the seams kind of broke for me yeah where i was like i can see the the physics engine breaking yeah (laughs) because it's such an extreme like such an extreme move to shoot islands out in the atmosphere (laughs) and then zero g yeah and then then, like slam into the water and yeah so yeah well they're yeah they're saying there's two layers of the atmosphere in that one which is difficult so like when you're on the ground, you have no, there's, you're jumping is like, yeah, the gra- it's like, t- I think the gravity is like two X or something yeah. on, on that one. Yeah. And then as soon as everything's gone, you're just like Ooh. floating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Brittle Hollow was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, when I fell into the black hole for the first time. Yeah. Dude, it was so awesome. It was very, cool. I thought I was done. Yeah. Cause like you, you're out in space and then you, you just see like a structure and you're like, yeah. Can I fly to that? Yeah. Your view also gets like very blurry. Yeah. When yeah. you're out through oh, the other yeah. side. Because yeah. it's getting warped by the black hole. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and I'm like, did I go through like a low res section of the game? And I'm like, very, I was very confused. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, the best, like the thing that they did so good in this game with the planets is like, there's so many times on all the planets where you're like, what is that? Mm hmm. 
I'm going to go over there. Yeah. And it's always like, oh, sweet. Like, yeah. there's something mm-hmm. cool to look at. Your curiosity is kind of, like, yeah. always peaked. Yeah. And even when you, like, mess up, you almost, like, stumble or blunder yourself into yeah like a like a a puzzle piece right so yeah did you ever like accidentally slingshot yourself around the black hole and like smash into another wall yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah. you could it just pulls you around and then yeah. you're just like flying the opposite direction you're like no 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 yeah just, i thought that was one of the most yourself. interesting things in the documentary too is all everything's round Everything in the game is like round in uh-huh. a way, so like the platforms go around oh, yeah, the yeah. planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they're like traditionally you would land on the planet, you would yeah. do some sort of trick, and it would be like a flat, flat. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but everything's round, so like even yeah. when you jump, you're like in Brittle Hollow, you're like basically drifting as yep. you yeah. like go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is like a physics, probably a physics nightmare, and also oh, like. Yeah insane to yep. play it too yeah. yeah um if i had one if i had to call out like a negative part um it would be uh that <clears throat> i don't know like the the giant angler fish uh were were scary too scary too scary because <laughs> i flew into i've i haven't explored that's the only planet i haven't explored yet mm-hmm and I flew in and immediately an angler fish just started like yeah. just opened its mouth and was like, Gah, yeah. like right at me. And I just yeah. backed all the way out. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, uh, just to go the opposite direction. Dark Bramble is by far my least favorite planet. Is it's, it? It sucks. Okay. Yeah. It's the least there's to me, it seems like the least amount to do on that. Yeah. There's it's, not, there's yeah. not a lot. There's like one thing I did. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's two but there's the other stuff. two things to discover there total. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's cool how you go into the core. The concept is cool. And it's like this expansive space yeah. on the inside. Like yeah. it's, it's, the big, big, it's the biggest it's, it's the biggest planet in the in the game. Oh, really? But it's all fogged. Yeah. So you can't see much. Having to deal with the anglerfish is not fun. I had to look up how to get past oh, a, really? a certain section. Oh. Um I so I looked, I found like the the anglerfish skeleton. Yeah, and it's like they're blind. They're blind, right? So run silently. I'm like, how do you do that? Yeah, you just have to like drift yourself. Drift, drift before yeah. you get. So you have to like line up the waypoint before oh. you go through the thing, and then just drift. And when you're around them, you can't make any adjustments at all, or they eat you. So <laughs> I, just, I I probably did like I don't know ten cycles trying to get through that, and I was just like so tired of doing yeah. it. I only did it. I did it first time I got eight, and then the second time I literally just drifted my ship in there. Yeah, and bailed out of my ship and just let my ship just kind of. I go. tried to do that too, but then I was like, then I probably don't have a way back. Oh, uh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't yeah. care. Yeah, I actually abandoned my ship quite often. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I was just like, especially if I was trying to do something quickly, I would just like crash it into the planet. Yeah, and just jump out. Yeah, and it's like your shit, your hole is destroyed. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, What's the you? point? It's not gonna re- repair that. I got yeah. 22 minutes. <laughs> uh, my there's no time for that. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like the most like, like I know how to get through it. I just haven't like got mm-hmm. up the courage to mm-hmm. do it yet. Mm-hmm. I think the interloper was my favorite. Oh, really? The interloper was cool. Well, just I randomly 
landed on it one time because I was like, didn't know it was like a planet. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, what is it, a comet? It's a comet. Yeah, yeah. it's a comet. Yeah. Um, landed on it like randomly, and I think I got torched because it was like too close to the sun towards the end of it uh-huh. cycle. And then later, I just kind of landed on it, and the ice started cracking underneath me. I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. That was one of the things that I was like flying around it for so long, and I was like, how do you get to the bottom of this thing? I was like, there has to be a hole I'm getting to somewhere. And I landed on it and didn't even think about it getting closer to the sun. But then the melting sound mm-hmm. started happening. I was like, it's something's happening. <laughs> yeah. Like started like flying around it, you know. Yeah. And I was like, uh huh. Did you guys find the ship on the backside? Yep. Yeah. 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 The but that tells you just to explore the core. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, what, I did that. I did that like right away. And then I was like, oh, that must be it for the interloper. Mm-hmm. And then like I was like somewhere deep on another planet. And they're like. You can get into the interloper by uh, when the when the ice melts. Mm. I was like, "What?" Yeah, I uh, when I first landed on the interloper, I went in the ship and I accidentally recalled it back to the gravity cannon. Oh. I was like, "And my ship was on the interloper," and I was like, "God damn it, I'm stuck, I'm screwed." Um, I think Brittle Hollow is also my favorite because it was just so cool that it's getting destroyed by a little a moon that's like circling it. Yeah. And the center of it is getting sucked into a black hole is yeah. like such a freaking cool yeah. concept. I mean the the twins kind of have uh, a similar thing with yeah. it like filling with sand, but it wasn't nearly as cool as like no, Brittle I, Hollow was. And yeah. for that being like the first thing you're landing on and you're like all this stuff is impacting each other and you're yeah. just like what the hell? And I one of like my first or second time there, where I landed my ship, that got hit by one of the lava uh, rocks. Oh. So my ship got sucked into a black <laughs> hole. So I'm like watching it go down, and I was like, no. And it was before I actually went to the white hole station for like the first time. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, my ship's just gone, gone now. And I actually just then I decided to follow it and. Oh. And that, thing. I assumed like if I went in the black hole, I was dead. That's what I, I thought, figured. I thought that too. Yeah. Well, it took me like three times to actually figure out how you could warp back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. From from white hole from station. White hole. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you get on Hollow's Lantern? I waited, landed on it. Hollow's Lantern. It's the, the one the shooting the rocks. Oh, oh, I don't know. I never did. So because okay. it's on the map that you can. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I landed on it after. Yeah. When the lava went down. Right. But then I couldn't explore anything. So there's a, in one of the volcanoes, as the lava goes down, mm-hmm. there you can see like some of the, the Nomi architecture. Oh, and, okay. And you can like fly in. It, it's so funny. Like scale is so weird when mm-hmm. you like, cause you're flying around a solar system. Mm-hmm. So like it, that moon looks tiny yeah. until you get close, yeah. really close to it. And it doesn't really look like you'd be able to fly into the volcanoes, but you, it, they're pretty spacious. <laughs> I mean, Adelrock's the same way. You can Should've jump known. and you can literally go around that entire yeah. planet in like one jump. Yeah. You'd also slingshot yourself out into space. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The yeah. old slingshot maneuver from Armageddon. That's right. Um, so the planet design, after watching the doc, a lot of these individual planets were different student projects for one of the main guys who designed the game. That's awesome. So he talks about how he went to work at another studio, but then came back and they wanted to work more on this game and it actually got kickstarted. Fake. Uh, First fake. Yeah. Okay. 
and they were like, we're going to launch this in a year. But then Annapurna came up to him or approached him about publishing the game, which funded them with more money, which is why it took there's so much time between 2015 and 2018. Yeah. But it all stems from different student projects where even like the sun going supernova was a different student project where it was about space exploration mm -hmm. and like tying like an emotional aspect to it. <clears throat> so like in that one, you're just in space on a moon and you're roasting, you know, a marshmallow is this, uh, you're roasting your marshmallow over the campfire and staring at the sun and then the sun goes supernova. Yeah. So it's like, he talks about how it's all kind of like duct taped together from mm -hmm. different things and even how. Well, the signal scope was. A different thing and so yeah. it was a scout yep it was all different they're like, all projects. like different student projects that's so cool um and like brittle hollow in the original stu student project it was getting hit but then pieces were flying off and oh. not getting sucked in and he was like like when they were actually like developing the game he was like it doesn't make sense that it would get hit and move away from the planet so how can it go into the planet so then they decided to put like the black hole in there and so all that awesome. stuff yeah very cool <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah, I think he said the comment too was just like, we want to have, because there's orbital rotation. Yeah. So something that's going straight. Ecliptical. Yeah, straight, but also is still like getting sucked into like the orbit is like, he's like, that's crazy to think about. Yeah. Uh, so not only is there the 22 uh, minute time, time loop when the sun goes supernova, but anytime you die... Uh, you also restart. Yes. So what are your, some of your best deaths? I would say space is a very deadly <laughs> environment. <laughs> it's deadly for sure. Um, I, uh, have electrocuted myself on the jellyfish quite a few times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Done that. Um, I actually, there was one where I, uh, what i think i i think i was trying to fly like one of the, my favorite things to do in this game is <clears throat> try to as quickly and successfully uh do like hot drop landings on planets <laughs> without destroying your ship yeah and there was like one where i was trying to land on the interloper and i like i i was like all lined up and i think i like moved like i rolled in a weird way mm -hmm. and the, which kind of spun me or something and i um uh i slingshotted off of the planet right into the sun uh which was pretty good yep and then um the other one is when i was trying to figure out the quantum planet mm -hmm. the quantum moon yes the quantum moon i was like okay i'm gonna try to do i'm gonna try to fly my guy into the quantum moon okay and i did that yeah and when you go to the quantum moon or when you're trying to get into the quantum moon, if you fly into the surface, you just appear on the other side, basically, or like another point of the moon. And my character was like spinning so out of control that it was like <laughs> like the camera was bugged. Yeah. And I could not get him to slow down. That's great. So I was just like, well, I guess I'm just going to let my guy run out of oxygen because... Yeah. Uh, um, it was just like too crazy to do anything. So that was, yeah, nice. those are a couple good ones for me. Nice. I think mine were either giants deep, the tornado dropping me really mm -hmm. hard. Oh, yeah. nice. Something. 
I like once you find the guy, and he's just like, "Yeah, try and land in the water if you get sucked up." And I was <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh, cool, thanks for yeah. telling me." <laughs> and then same with the twins, because I guess those are kind of like the same mechanics as the sand gets yeah. sucks you up too. And that oh, happened yeah. a few times. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think of the other death. Oh, I had that really bad one where on Giant's Deep again, where I got sucked up and then pushed down in the water, and I got pushed down so far I got stuck in a rock, and I <laughs> could, you can't kill yourself yeah, until so you have... a certain point. I still... Did you guys not get it? I, no, no, I didn't. I, I, I oh, my God. Know. Do you want me to tell you where it's yeah. at? It's yes. so easy. So on Giant's Deep, Gabo or whatever, when you're talking to him, mm-hmm. you ask how he's staying so calm, and he's like, I can teach you to meditate. Oh. Teaches you to meditate. Ah, uh, so that's how you kill yourself. Interesting, dude. When you pulled enough. that up, it, I was like, "Where the hell is that yeah, setting?" Yeah, <laughs> it happened. It's after I was stuck on Giant's Deep. I was because I was exploring that planet, and it mm. kept telling me I had to go to his island and explore yeah. more. Mm. Uh, there was also one where I was trying to get. It was like I was. It took me a long time to get to the Southern exer- uh, Observatory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I uh, I was almost there. I was like doing like the last jump, and I tried to. You have to like jump off of a cliff, and get caught in like a teleport, like mm-hmm. a gravity well thing. Mm-hmm. And I I like bounced off of a tree that was right above me that I didn't see, and I fell into the black hole, which happened like eight million times. <laughs> and then apparently my ship had um, already gone into the black hole, and it just hit me from <laughs> behind <laughs> behind and killed me. <laughs> I was like, what the hell That's was good. that? That's so, funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say I have pretty similar uh, mistakes. You know, definitely flew into the sun a couple times. I didn't know about the autopilot. I was going to say, we, yeah, when we so talked about autopilot, did it change your game? No, I, I tried to autopilot, autopilot to the Dark Bramble because when you launch, that's mm-hmm. the furthest one away. It's like 25 kilometers or something like that yeah so i was like oh, i'm gonna go get a beer and go to the bathroom while it auto pilots <laughs> me and i just hear like the sun and i was like no like ran out <laughs> i was like god damn it stupid autopilot uh probably slingshotting myself around the the black hole into like the other side like surface or something like that was pretty good yeah the first anglerfish was absolutely terrifying because I didn't know about the anglerfish. I knew about the dark bramble that was on Timber's Hearth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like, oh, if you go in the dark bramble and I fly in the dark bramble and instantly get eaten by a giant <laughs> yeah. fish, I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> There's just a lot of good, a lot of good mistakes. Yeah. A lot of good ones. Well, I've died by a lot of uh, ghost shards until Eric gave me a hint about the, mm-hmm. the camera. I didn't really realize that. I missed oh. that part in the tutorial. Yeah. So... It's funny thing is, so I'm still trying to figure out Giants Deep in general, mm-hmm. but if you go in your ship, there's a little uh, graphic above your suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one it's of good, them. It's, it's a like, good little It's like hazard. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, you need to use that scout. Right. When you were talking about being in the envelope area and you're like, this part's so hard. I didn't really think about it. Yeah, because I was like, "What are you having problems with? Use I, your rockets, man!" <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't hard. It's just the first time I went down there, I was like, you know, trying to explore those those yeah. holes. And if you go in a hole and there's the ghost, yeah, uh, they're screwed. 
Yeah, and I was just like skirting around, so I was just like, no, no, no. I was like taking pictures of it. I was really getting close, like trying to jet back backwards, and just like you know, evaporated into yeah thin air or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. I missed that part of the tutorial, so I was thinking in the earlier puzzles, I was, I was thinking I would find a way that like either shielded me from the ghost shards mm-hmm. or something like that. But nope, simple little camera. Use your camera. Yep, use yeah. that camera. <laughs> and then you can put it in photo mode, and you don't have to launch the the. Oh, I didn't know thing. that. So if you yeah, press the photo, left yeah. on the D-pad, uh-huh. it goes into photo mode, and it just takes a picture from the front of the thing. You don't have to launch the scout out. Oh. I stumbled on that by accident. Nice. So in the dock as well, uh, he talks about is it breath not breath of the wild. What's the other one? Skyward Sword. Before that. Oh. Twilight Princess. Um, no, it's, um, Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. One of those where he's like, you go to artist studio and you see paintings on the wall. Yeah. Or not paintings, photos. And then you explore those things. He was right. saying he liked that a lot about yeah. it. So that was kind of a part of the mode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, inspired by Wind Waker, the game design <laughs> and, and the sense of exploration and stuff, but also a reaction to Skyward Sword because he hated that yeah, as a Zelda game so much, like so which good. was very funny. Yeah. Um, so let's dive into just the overall game design. So we've got uh, the time loop going on, the 22 minutes. How? What did you guys think about that aspect of it? The effects of time, how they, uh, how they, um, you know, change planets mm-hmm. and, and yeah. things like that. Let's 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 go into that. Um, I really liked it. Yeah. Um, rather than like, um, world events reacting to you mm-hmm. and changing the environment, mm-hmm. like having it, it felt like much, it felt more like, I guess it, it made you feel like you're just like a small part of like a, of a world that's already like existing, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Yeah. That kinda, that's a good point. Like yeah. good point too, towards the story as well. Like yeah. you, your race is based on, well, not your race, but like your group is kind of based on another species that you're trying to like figure out about. Yeah. And you are so small compared to them. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, you know, we just go to the moon. Yeah. Or like, yeah. we only got like five pilots. And then you think of everything you've learned and explored. It's like, oh, they're, they built cities. Yeah. Everything <laughs> like, that, everything that you, um, on every other planet was built by them basically. So yeah, you're the smallest speck yeah. compared to what they did. They even talk about you. Um, like they discovered you as like a as like a single celled organism race oh, I don't know on the I, planet. I don't know if I've gotten to that. Yeah. They or like a primitive version of like your race. Yeah. And they talk about it and stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, some of the like Side note too, some of the character designs, I was looking at some old concepts and stuff and it's mm-hmm. kind of funny like that it got to where it was mm-hmm. like with the alien. They looked kind of weird and gross to begin with. Oh, really? Very like greenish alien oh, looking. Yeah. And I, I, they talk about like another like art director coming in and like kind of putting a new fresh coat of paint on everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cause, His interviews are funny. Yeah. Good. <laughs> he was the guy, I, I watched the beginning of it. Was, was Wesley, he the one who Wesley. was like, he was like, I could do this a lot. Better. I could do this a yeah. lot better. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you look at like the before and the after and yeah. you're like, oh, it's so like go the cartoony kind of yeah. like route where it's, it's not realistic yeah. and, uh, it works so much better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I just thought it was really cool. Like 
I mean, it's such a small time frame, but could you imagine Mm, trying to develop that much time over like a longer period of time? Yeah. Like, like when you think of like Skyrim or something where like you have all this, like these like characters doing pathing on their own, Mm -hmm. but then those seams fall apart really quickly Mm -hmm. just because like, you'll see a guy walking the same right, path right, or, right. you know, doing the same thing. And they That's really true. like avoided that with just like doing like a 22 minute lo- time loop. Yeah. Also, yeah. they didn't have a lot of characters. Right. So, you know, but well, so Brian can talk about this too. Uh, I can. Yeah. The technical side of that. Oh yeah. They talk about this as well. We're just like verbatim. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, I thought, I think, Compare or like talking about it with the doc in mind is mm-hmm. really interesting. Well, it's so. good because they even like talk about like, so you're on this planet, mm-hmm. you have three things you can kind of do yeah. that affect physics or get affected by physics. Mm-hmm. So you're on your main planet, you shoot off, you land your ship somewhere else, but you can then go to a different planet via whatever, yeah. teleporting or thing. So then you're on this planet, your ship's on this planet, you're ship still has to be affected by everything going yeah, on yeah yeah in the time so then that slows down just some of the computing power yeah. of what's going on in your planet so yeah. they had to like somehow find a way to wipe like everything else to back to its bare, bare minimum uh-huh. but then you can screw that up by shooting your scout <laughs> on that planet you're on and then getting off that planet so oh. you have three things affecting three different planets in time they talked about having an achievement where your scout was in location your (laughs) ship is in another location and you're in another location which would crash the game (laughs) annapurna was like you cannot be suggesting people crash their playstation (laughs) fours to get an achievement (laughs) they were like you we are absolutely not doing that (laughs) that's so but it's yeah it's so it's so good and so funny like that's that's insane to think about yeah there was a couple times where I had to do things like multiple times. The dark bramble was one of them. Getting sucked into the black hole at yeah. Brittle Hollow was extremely frustrating a couple times. And then once I yeah. got fed up with it, I was like, fuck this planet. I'm going somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Learning it, the physics is the hardest yeah. part of this to me. I, w- I w- was kind of thinking like safe states could be cool, but then it kind of loses its impact yeah. of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know of like the importance of yeah. like staying alive and yeah. how dangerous space is and stuff like that so it makes it feel like you're doing like a speed run yeah which i yeah. liked i yeah. was like especially like when you knew exactly what you're like all right i i i'm gonna go here yeah. i'm gonna like i'm gonna walk this path and like you just like get it in your mind like you know exactly what you're gonna do mm-hmm. and like when you execute that it just feels really good yeah for sure so and i well, the other thing too, which will kind of lead into the next, um, the next thing, um, is just how you were talking like the effects of time, how that relates to everything that happens on all the planets. And you should, I learned it later on, but I think you should learn that most of the puzzles are strictly based on time. Right. For, almost, yeah, for almost the, all for the of most them part. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Like Bramble's not. And then the interloper kind of, but you really don't have, you can, well, it is well, like it you, is. you have to wait for it to get close to the sun. So yeah. you're just, I mean, you can land on it waiting. and it, you can get in a crack. You can like kind of, once you step on it, it kind of cracks. No. Cause it, well, the time it takes you to get from your planet to it, I could, I could take 
the shuttle from the home planet and go to the interloper. You're, so you're talking where the interloper is when it, when the time when, starts. Yes. Yeah. Which I don't know. Yeah, but as soon as it goes past the moon or the sun, the sun? it yeah. seals up. Oh, okay. Anytime so I, any, you have to do it again. I was going to say, anytime I'd land on it directly from my home planet, yeah. you're probably would, close to the sun. It, was, yeah. it would yeah. crack. Right. Yeah. Because so it's like it on seals its back way. up when, okay. it, when it starts orbiting. I've away gotten from stuck. The sun. I like I landed on the interloper. My ship got pulled by the sun's gravity off, and I was like, <laughs> I just wrote it, and I was like, I guess I'm just gonna wait. <laughs> and then I ran around. out of oxygen. Like I was like 60 seconds from losing uh, oxygen before I hit the sun again. Yeah. So yeah, uh, one I guess th- this reminds me too of two things. I I it would be nice to have if you had like maybe some sort of like wrist worn device where you could see like the planetary map yeah. or, and also like your notes because sometimes like having to go to your ship and you're like, crap, I missed something back yeah. there. Then you have to go back again. Well, even, but that's like really nitpicky type yeah. of things. Even when you land on a planet, learn something, die, you're back at the camp. Then you have to go to your ship to learn. Then like that's yeah. To make sure that it was yeah. logged or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That whole thing. And then, then you start figuring out where you want to go again. That's, mm-hmm. that was kind of the disc, but thank God you have a ship log. Yeah. Yep. Cause <laughs> it didn't bother me too much just because like I, I broke every time I would wipe, I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to try to achieve now. And I would like plan yeah. it out. I would do the same and thing. And then just kind of go do it. Yep. And, yeah. So other than being primarily a game just about exploration and curiosity stuff, uh, there's a ton of puzzles in there. Mm-hmm. Um, what were some of your favorite puzzles or ones that you were kind of surprised by? And what puzzles really stumped you that maybe you're still struggling with or yeah. have to I'm look up or anything? Still, man, I've gone to the Twins probably like 20 times and I'm still struggling there. What do you, what, what's the, what's the uh, just it keeps telling me I have like two areas I still need to explore. Okay. Like the quantum cave, I've been in it. I looked around in it. Okay. But maybe there's something else I'm missing. Yeah. And then yeah. the uh, sun, not the sun, the city. The, um, the, the power station? The high the energy. High yeah, energy high energy. Uh, I haven't gone in there yet. And got to go in there. Mm-hmm. I've got to go in After there. watching the documentary, I kind of saw some stuff yeah. that helps me uh, get in there. But still. Just a quick uh, aside. I meant to uh, mention this in the death section when you're in a cave in the sand oh, and you're just like, God damn it. Yeah. Here I go. And you just get crushed. Dude. Uh, Cody was watching me play it and oh, she was like on our computer. Yeah. But the, the crushing sound yeah. is really gnarly. Yeah. And it's, it's just so dark squishy. and you have the breathing yeah. and then you're like, here it comes and you're just like, Oop, yep. I'm crushed. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's where, I mean, I think that's, I still haven't figured out the quantum moon thing yet, mm-hmm. but the uh, quantum moon's pretty cool. Yeah, like when you figure it out. Yeah, you there's three different locations where you learn the rules of quantum physics. I guess, yes. and you yeah. have to apply all three of those to get to into the moon and to the moon's sixth location, which is very very cool to do. I, yeah, okay, I haven't been there yet. Yeah, but um, still learning. Yeah, I can't remember the three rules, but they're they're cool. The quantum, I know what all three of the rules are. I just don't remember yeah. their like specific titles. Right. Well, because I'm on the I'm on uh, Brittle Hollow on the main quantum thing mm-hmm. where the big giant chunk is moving around. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I like put my scout on it 
just so I can see where it's going next. Uh-huh. And then I go find it, and then it tells me something different. Um, also, it tells me the same thing each time. I don't remember. There's the Tower of Quantum Knowledge that that shard is so circling get, around. I have to get into that. So you have to get into that. Okay. And then there's two other locations that teach you uh, the rules of quantum physics that you gotcha. have to get to. I've done two. I just need to do this last one. Which yeah. ones have you done? I did the one on a deep hollow. Okay. Or giant steep. Giant, giant steep. steep. Yeah. And then. Oh, so you haven't done, you said you haven't gone to the tower of quantum knowledge. That's the so brittle that, hollow one. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. That's the one that that's I the third. That's do. the third one. What's maybe. the other one? I'm so there's one in giant's deep. Oh, there's one that's the quantum caves Cave on, yeah. that you, that one, you I learned, did that one, um, yeah. on, uh, the Ember twin. That one was the one that got me onto the planet. Yep. So. See, I, yeah. Read whatever the thing was yeah. on that, but then I think you're, my log keeps telling me I need to go back there. Yeah. So you're, I, you're, must, you're missing something. Cause I went, there is a puzzle piece there because okay. i went do. there right that was my first thing i went there yeah. maybe i have to go back so you're trying to relo- you're trying to locate that naomi that was lost and there's kind of clues on how yeah. he was lost and then how they found him again yeah okay yeah. very cool the uh, quantum puzzle stuff is very fun it's my favorite puzzle along with part. the time the time ones the, right. yeah the time ones are good um uh yeah, I really enjoy the puzzles in this game. Mm-hmm. I uh, there's one that I the one that I don't like that I know the solution to is the um, jellyfish one. Yeah, it it just doesn't feel like the other ones feel like they're part like part of the world, right? And the jellyfish one just seems so like mechanical. Yeah, like goofy. It's, it, it's very know. out of place. Yeah, the 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 thing I like best about the puzzles is that you're piecing them together from planet to planet. So I think you said early on, like don't get stuck on one planet. You really need to like go out and explore it yeah. because you learn about the angler fish on like three different planets. You yeah. learn about the jellyfish on two different planets. I think Yep. there's just the clues are like all over the place yeah. and you really start like connecting yeah. the dots, but you're right. The jellyfish one, I figured out, I figured that out before I, Went down there? Found, no, I went down there and I was like, well, the only thing that's getting through is this. Like yeah. I tried to fly through it a couple of times. You know, I tried to fly through it myself a couple yeah. times. The, the, the puzzle to get under Giant Deep was so cool. The hurricane. Yeah. There was a, there's a Naomi passage somewhere that talks about yeah. the different. Okay. But yeah. I was like, oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't even like, I've flown through those hurricanes so many times. Like I didn't even think to look like. The direction. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, that's really awesome. And yeah. then you get down there and you're like, oh, okay. Like what? I guess I got to do something with these jellyfish now. I don't know. I yeah. Just- the, yeah. The traveler talks about the cyclones, like spitting you up or whatever. But then there's like the name we passage about going or how, and then how you yeah. can't get to the core. He's like, I've tried flying down there multiple times. Yeah. Like maybe there's some way, Well, and but the- I already had the clue about the direction of the cyclone. So I was like, Oh, I like when you get, when you find that clue, it, there's like the cycle simulation or mm-hmm. the cyclone simulation building. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah, yeah. so awesome. That's, but, that's true. I forgot about yeah. that too. Um, 
puzzles that stumped me. The biggest one was the dark bramble one. I mean, a lot of them weren't like super easy to figure out. Then I figured out the time thing at some point. Mm -hmm. When I got to that high energy lab, I was like, okay, so I really should realize a lot of things are are t just time based, time which helped with a ton of the other stuff, which really like helped me progress really quickly through the game once I figured that out. Um. And then I didn't figure out one of the last things I figured out was there's all those towers on the Ash Twin and you find out that each one is shaped like a particular yeah. planet. Mm -hmm. And I knew that those platforms were for, well, actually I didn't know what the platforms were until I went to the high energy lab and learned about how transportation works. Yeah. So then I, I, I went through the last couple of sections like super quick. Same. The Ash Twins were the, the last planet I explored. Mm. So I pretty much explored Brittle Hollow, our, like the rest of the planets, and then went to the Ash Twins. So like when I discovered the, the teleportation thing, mm -hmm. I was like, Man, I really wish I would have found this earlier. Yeah. And I did the Ember Twin before I did the yeah. other one. Right. So, like, the towers were the la really, like, one of the last things I discovered. Yeah. And then I just, like, I did, like, the Black Hole Forge, like, yeah. all those things, right? Like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, the White Hole, the White Hole Station kind of also teaches you about the, yes. the transporting as well. But it doesn't well. let you transport back. Exactly. So, I found all, there's all the transporting platforms on the yeah. other planets. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, still... I was trying to go the opposite way yeah. for a long time, and I couldn't figure figure that out. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't figured that out, because I keep finding those platforms, yeah. and I don't know how to activate them. Yeah. But I assume it's something bringing me back. Yeah. The After going through the white, yeah. going to the white hole station. The quantum moon is the best puzzle in the game. I think it really takes like the most bits of knowledge that you learn throughout the entire time and puts it all together to make your final, your Naomi pilgrimage that they like to do as a, like a, a journey of, what am I trying to think when you transcend from a, a young person to an adult? <laughs> well, it depends on religion. And, well, uh, you know, there's, there's kind of a general name for it, I'd but say. I can't, can't think of it. Anyways, along with the puzzles, there is kind of a final, uh, prefer there's multiple endings in the game, which we'll get to, mm -hmm. but there is kind of a definitive ending to the game that is, you know, the ultimate goal besides exploration, I guess yep. I would say, right? Uh -huh. Do you guys have any theories on what you're going to do to get that? Um, go ahead, Eric. Because I, I think I, you're the... Yeah. I'm um, a little farther than you. Yeah. So. Uh, my assumption on the game in a whole is I'm trying to stop the time loop. And I'm mm -hmm. trying to stop the solar system from blowing up. Yes. Those are the two things. Um, I did read a little bit on the wiki, so I know, oh. kind of, well, no, I kind of know some stuff, but I don't know that what the ending, like how to get to the ending yet. Yeah. Okay. So my theory though, was once I got to the, I don't, so I don't know nothing about the, the quantum moon really at all besides it's a big yeah. mystery. Mm -hmm. Um, my theory though was when I got to the interloper and got down in the core and I started learning about what was happening in the interloper that's hurtling towards the sun mm -hmm. to me. I, my theory was that's what causes the explosion to happen because yes. inside the interloper 
is a bunch of ghost matter. Right. Yeah. Like huge amounts of ghost matter. Yeah. yeah. So that's my assumption that that hits the sun and then it causes a supernova. That's it's a good theory. Yeah. That was that was my theory once I got to that point. Yeah. I there's a lot of lore in the game that would lead you to that. Yeah. So I think it's well informed. Yeah. yeah. And I'll once Nolan goes, I can I can kind of tell you what I read okay. and kind of sure. I'll, I can also tell you my working theory before I figured it yeah. out. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm curious. Okay. So my working theory have it doesn't sound like either of you have been to the core of the ash twin yet no i have been on the upper structures of the ash twin. Uh-huh. so yeah have you found the ash twin projection stone on other planets yeah yeah anywhere yeah so you put the ash twin projection stone in the projection surface, uh-huh. and you see several of those Naomi uh, masks. Masks, right? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. No, I have, I have not been in there. No. So that I'm is not. at the core of the ash right. twin, which yeah. you find stuff all over the place <clears throat> about the ash twin project yeah. and how they're powering yeah. it and stuff like that. So, um, how I died the one time I told you guys about mm-hmm. there, the ash twin is essentially the core of the ash twin is essentially powering the Naomi masks and and the memories mm-hmm. which is also your memory too. So in there that's powering it is a warp core. So I removed the warp core mm. and the sun went supernova so I didn't have a memory statue linked to my brain anymore. <laughs> so that's when they get you you get the you are dead. Oh, gotcha. nice. So my working theory was that I was going to drop the black hole forge into the black hole and out and into the sun to reignite the sun from going supernova. Damn. Okay. That was my working theory. Okay. So I thought I was going to go to Brittle Hollow, pull the core up because there was kind of a thing in there that looked like it could accept a, a warp core. Yeah. Um, so I thought I was going to remove the core from the ash twin put it into the black hole forge, drop it through the black hole, and it would power itself into the sun. That was my guess. Cool. That's awesome. Before Um, I figured out what you actually do. Yeah. So my, um, I also thought the like goal was to stop the sun from going supernova. Mm -hmm. Um, because, um, when I found out about the sun station and how they're like, it's too dangerous, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I was like, that's definitely got to be one of the like last areas I go. Right. And there's something on the warp station or on the sun station that's like causing the sun to explode. Uh, no, that's not how, that's not what I discovered. <laughs> yeah. And then I also found a thing that says like, where the sun is on its last mm-hmm. cycle yeah. of mm-hmm. life. So it's dying naturally. Yep. And I was like, okay, so maybe I'm not supposed to stop it. Um, I haven't gone to the Bram or the dark Bramble yet. Mm-hmm. And I know that the Naomi ship is there. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking I need to escape the solar system now. Mm-hmm. So, Two th- there's two things I need to do right now. Mm-hmm. I need to get to the sixth location, mm-hmm. and I need to go to the Dark Bramble. So I think 
I'm going to learn some quantum stuff that maybe can, and I can use that ship to get mm-hmm. out of the solar system. Well, you need to go to the quantum tower. Right. Quantum tower of knowledge to learn that last bit to get to the sixth location of the quantum moon. Yep. You need to go to the core of the Ash Twin for yeah. sure. And then the Dark Bramble. Yeah. I don't think you have to do much on the Dark Bramble. No, there's only two things. It's there's, yeah. I just haven't explored that. So like I, I need to and I'm I'm sure there's something in there that will help me yeah. figure Sorry. out. It's not pretty quick. That was the only thing I had to YouTube. <laughs> I had to get past those damn fish. Oh, I'm I was gonna, gonna say I got when I, once I got through it, I, I was kind of like, I, it didn't push the needle. Did for you me. go to the vessel? Uh, on top. The Naomi vessel. Isn't that on the surface? No. I went to I met what's his name, and then I went yep. to the back section, where he's at. So okay. You have more to do there. Okay. I didn't have like a little asterisk thing. I mean, he told me where to you, go, and the only place he told me to go was behind him. You probably <laughs> haven't found... There's like on on Brittle Hollow mm-hmm. yeah. in the Hanging City. Go there. There's a... Okay. Yeah. I have not been in the Hanging City yet because I... Oh, no, I couldn't, man. No, I couldn't get to it because yeah. uh, I finally found... I forget the guy that's on there. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me to go there, and as soon as I was doing that, it was supernova. So yeah, okay. I went somewhere else. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Interesting. Like, what happens to the Naomi, like in the mm-hmm. Hanging City? Like, why there's like escape pods? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, they tell the story in the Hanging City, and then gives you like the clues. Oh, very, very man. So my like, I love this game. Not. <laughs> yeah, and it's not another theory, but something else I was trying to do is on Giants Deep when you're in the workstation, yeah. you put one of the stones in, mm-hmm. but that uh, didn't show me what I was thinking. And then when I was yeah. walking past the wall, it showed that ship that explodes. Yes. And then on the ship, it has three stones, like of those viewing stones, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. going into like the side of it. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I had to take them off of the workstation up there yeah yeah and i still haven't figured that out because it's a graphic like clear yeah. as day on the wall yeah. yeah i will just give you a little hint that those aren't projection stones those are different parts of that's what I, the that's gravity what I, cannon that's what i thought okay but then i don't know how to get them up there you don't okay because i was trying to figure out how i could take them from there up each time without oh gotcha getting the the projection stones will show you the same information whether you put it into the wall or you put it on the projection floor it doesn't matter where they are there there's multiple of them scattered throughout so if you find like an ash twin projection stone on Mm -hmm. one planet and a different planet it's the same piece of information and thing it's like that is like a memory card yeah yeah, and that's what I think I also think the um, whatever the sixth location of the quantum moon is Mm -hmm. is the eye of the system, the eye of the universe, eye of the universe, the signal that called the Naomi. Yeah, there. Um, Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Also, also good theory. (laughs) Also, also one more thing. Uh huh. So when you look at the projection of the um, Ember or the Ash Twin score. Mm -hmm. And you see like the masks, mm-hmm. there's three masks lit up mm-hmm. and I've only know of myself and, um, the guy on, um, deep giants, deep God, Gabo. why can I not Gabo. remember the, the giants deep? The names aren't very intuitive. <laughs> no giants deep. 
um, he also is connected to yep. the mess. So I think there's another character that I need to meet that it could potentially be connected as well. And that might be the guy on um, the Dark Bramble, but I don't know yet. Yeah. So I have a feeling it's significant. <laughs> Do you want me to say it? No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we'll we'll talk about the different endings. You guys, do you you guys still plan on keeping on playing a little oh, bit more? Yeah I, yeah, I think there's enough. Of so let me not spoil the main ending. Um, I will just give you the slightest hint that it is simpler than most of the th- theories <laughs> than you than you think. Okay, okay. Uh, to to actually achieve it. Okay, it's not as deep. As I thought it was, or that you guys think. I mean, it's we can potentially talk about the. I mean, the thing I read on Wiki was just about the past of the. I'm gonna say Naomi again, <laughs> but what they were trying to accomplish is kind of the main story throughout. Yes, mm-hmm. you guys. They're kinda, looking for the eye of the universe. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so they created this almost sequence, mm-hmm. yeah. but they were they've already done all that and like they're gone pretty much yes. mm-hmm. and you're now following in their footsteps. Yes. And you, okay. yeah. Yep. And the reason they had to make That's a good. cycle is because you're missing a large section of the piece yes. <laughs> of the story yeah. uh, of what happened to them when they arrived in this solar system. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, that's, that was like the story yeah. synopsis. It doesn't really, it's not clear when yeah. you get into the game, obviously. How, how did you guys feel about that? Like in general, like, like the discovering like what they've accomplished and kind of like you're following like four or five characters. Mm-hmm. And did you find it interesting or did you kind of just like breeze through all their text? I Some of them. Yes, I'd say. Okay. I thought it was. Interesting. I uh, also liked the writing. I liked the tone of the Naomi. Which Me too. They're like super scientific, but you know, try to make jokes every once yeah. in a while, and they're like, "Stop kidding around" and stuff yeah. like that. The humor in this game is is it's pretty good. Very dry, yeah. but but pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um. And you're the first person to leave uh, your little civilization with a translator. So it's cool mm-hmm. that you're kind of the first person figuring that out. And also when you're traveling, you can share what you found with the other travelers. Yeah. And they're like, damn, man, I wish I had a translator. Yeah. And stuff. So it's kind of cool that you're you're going through through that stuff. I mean, you're visiting places that everybody in your civilization has been to before. So it's kind of like taking the the next Step. step yeah mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i just thought it was like as i was exploring sometimes like when you get like backstory like if you're playing like bioshock or something oh yeah it's just you know like, like too heavy yeah or it's like it's cool but you're like yeah this isn't like the main focus of the game yeah and i they mean, just like took that and was like this is actually the focus of the game mm-hmm. yeah it, it kind of the way that it the game is set up that there's you know the in the museum there's the quantum shard which it has like a sign that's like nobody knows how it works or yeah. why it is that way. And then there's the Naomi statue too. So it is kind of like the last little bit of mystery in their universe that you're trying to figure out about this civilization that was there before you. Yeah. I thought it was like a, a cool way to progress the story. Or yeah. even they just found that statue. That's like yeah. the Yeah. Yeah. Um okay. So different endings. So there's the one that is kind of the um, intended ending for the game. 
Um, there's the game over ending, which I talked about. Yep. <laughs> if you remove that core and your time loop ends, um, let's just, see here. You can just die. There's cool yeah, you can just die. Sweet so that was what that is is also part of the game over ending yep. where you're not connected to the the Naomi, Naomi statue. Um, there's an isolation ending, um, which if you remove the warp core and just fly um, out of your universe, yeah, I guess then it just kind of fades that you're just living by yourself for the. That's right. <laughs> I tried until, to fly out of the universe and it didn't. I just yeah. was sitting there forever. I, I flew out of the universe far enough out of the range of the supernova that the time loop reset on its own. Oh, okay. Mm. So that's mm-hmm. probably how you do it. Yeah. Uh, there is an ending that involves the quantum moon. You can break space time as well. Ooh, I, saw, I is, watched that one, which is know. achieved by breaking the fabric of reality. So I don't know how to do that one. I don't want to so, hear about it. Yeah, I don't want to hear about it. I kind of want to try. You want to know where it's at? Yes. Yeah. It's in the like power station or whatever on the twins. What's that called? Oh, the high power. Okay. Yeah. There's a way to break it there yeah okay i'm not like i won't tell you how to do it but because you're generating black little like black es- holes essentially yes okay that's because there's like a bunch of mm-hmm. little triangle that's okay. that's what i saw cool. that's what i watched nice so. uh so then there's also one called the self ending which is a variation of the breaking space time ending which was added in a recent patch it doesn't say when but patch one point zero point four in which it is possible to create a time paradox. <laughs> so supposedly, in which you will be in two locations. Supposedly, in the doc, he apologizes for the twins puzzle, just in general, the whole the planet. Yeah, There's some really it, before it was on PlayStation. I, apparently, that puzzle was really really hard. Oh, really? I I think he he's referring to the puzzle to warp down to warp into the core okay but i don't so i don't know what it was before it must have been much harder than it is now Hmm. cool and that's the outer wilds that's the game man it's good what do you guys think do you recommend it to to other people um i've honestly been recommending it to everyone interesting (laughs) i'm like if you like a puzzle game this Mm -hmm. one is very unique Mm -hmm. and I think it's very success a very successful puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's enough. I mean, you guys described it as missed. It's missed without being overly complicated. God, missed. missed. But I also I also was like ten years old playing missed, you know, because it was like at Goodwill on PC, and I'd be yeah. like, okay, let's get. This I mean, for it was the same bucks. thing when I was playing like the original King's Quest. Those games were insanely hard. Yeah, I I mm. what I appreciate about this game compared to games like. King's Quest and like the Lucas Arts ones, mm-hmm. those those games aren't intuitive, right? No, like they're they're purposely made to not be like mm-hmm. they're, yeah. they're kind of supposed to be like you're supposed to be looking for alternative solutions, yeah. Where this game, like the puzzles aren't like crazy challenging, but they are grounded in the rules of the universe, right? Which feels really good yeah it's much more a natural solution than a uh one of those old school adventure games yeah where you put a rubber chicken on a a wire and you use it as a uh yeah yeah. like yeah sliding down i always think about there's like one in um full throttle where you have to use a you you can like pull a lever 
to lift a car up, but if you that one's so, but yeah. if you let it go, the car drops. Yeah, and you're like, okay, like, and there you have like a padlock or something, mm-hmm. and you padlock the car. Uh, it's like a tiny little pixel, and you use a padlock to, and then you can climb the rope. And I'm just like, God, that one's it. so smart though, because yeah. I remember that one too. You literally just it's one of those pole gates for like a garage, yeah. mm-hmm. and you just put a padlock on it so it can't move, and yeah. then you climb it as a rope. Yeah, and it's so smart, but it's yeah. also like, yeah, it's not uh, like I'm not trying to put those games down either. Like the puzzles are cool. Yeah, like I like those games, but if if those kind of puzzles started showing up in this game, mm-hmm. I feel like it would. It would not fit. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be too much. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, really like this game a lot. I think it's probably one of my favorite games we've played this year. I'd have to look at the list just to remind myself. But We did um, just play Last of Us too. Yeah. I like this better than The Last of Us Part 2. Um, yeah. I, th- I think this is definitely one of my favorite games we've played this year. I don't know if I would really recommend it to just anybody and everybody, but... Um, I mean, if you're into like exploration and discovery in games, um, <clears throat> then yeah, I would highly, highly I, recommend. I would it. say if you like video games, like as a whole, yeah. Like if you just want to, if if you're just a, I play Call of Duty person, yeah, or like mm-hmm. I only play Halo, triple A's or something. Like yeah, that. then yeah. probably not. Yeah, but if you like, if you find video games as a whole enjoyable and interesting i think you'll like this game it's also super chill it's chill which i I like about it too even though it can we've been talking about how many ways you can die and yeah some frustrating parts um and and i think you can play this game and not get to the final solution and still have a great time with it yeah like i mean i don't know how to get to it yet and it's still fine yeah it's every time i played it i had a like a like this aha moment of like, oh man, I cannot believe that's how yeah. it worked. And it totally did. Yeah. There's so, probably so many times I was like, what is happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> like that type of stuff where, yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Or I'm still enjoying it. I'm still enjoying it. And I want to, um, finish it. Yeah. I want to, uh, chat with you guys about the end once if you, yes, I cannot wait. Um, it's very I, cool. There, I have like three podcasts queued. Oh yeah, to listen to after I beat this game, and I want to talk to you guys, and yeah. I want to watch the documentary. Yeah, I thought about making. Uh, there's some things that it's comparable to in pop culture that I was thinking about discussing, but I think we'll we'll just we'll leave that for another time. I was gonna say it. It plays the Groundhog's Day better than most things that use groundhog's day as yeah a, for sure like this uses it as a mechanic as mm-hmm. opposed to like just a, a thing that happens a, cr- a crutch yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean the, t- the just the time not just the time loop but time is like a yes. major yeah major part of the game anything else to add gentlemen no ready, uh, ready to wrap this bad boy up all right cool uh, yeah um so next month for the month of september we are going to play detroit become human which uh, came out April 24th of 2018. It is developed by Quantic Dream on PS4 and the Windows machines. Um, Metascore of 78 by the critics, user score of 8.7, and I am trying to pull up a quick synopsis for you. I really hope uh, 
You don't have to visit Detroit to know anything about this. Thing, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't do. think you do. Okay, it uh, is about Detroit manufacturing, I believe. Go oh, ahead. It. The plot follows three androids: Kara, who escapes the owner she was serving to explore her new found newfound sentience and protect a young girl; Connor, whose job is to hunt down sentient androids; and Marcus, who devotes himself to releasing other androids from servitude. Interesting. So, if you played a Quantic Dream game before. It's very heavy on story and dialogue and having a huge decision tree mm -hmm. that really affects the story. And uh, quick time events. And quick yeah. time events. I, yeah, this, this one's probably pretty big on that too. But mm -hmm. did you did you guys play the demo? I did yes, not know. I did. Okay. Yeah. There was like a little mini. You could like just play like one scenario. Yeah. Mm. And um, I yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like that was like the E3 demo, right? Yeah. Yeah, and at the end, it shows you all the possible outcomes, right? Which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, Heavy Rain was the last one I played that from Quantic Dream, and I think that game had twenty five different endings altogether, or something like that. Yeah. So it's gonna be really interesting to talk about our decisions that we make in the game and how it affects the story overall. Yeah, I would try to take a lot of notes for this one. Yeah, that's definitely a good yeah. idea. I think 10 to 12 hours is what I saw on the Hell on to Beat, so not too big of a game. Nice. Cool. Right on. You guys excited to play it? I am. Yeah. I was going to say, the only thing I could add to it, uh, just Detroit in general, is just... <laughs> no, just... The Lions? No, no, no. no. Like, it's the motor... I mean, it's called Motor City because it was, like, a huge manufacturing place. Right. So I think that's kind of what this is. It's, like, it's... If they kept their manufacturing, kept the manufacturing up and everything, they got to the point they're where they're manufacturing, manufacturing the androids. Mm. So that's why it's. I believe it's called Detroit Become Human. Nice. I did not know that. Cool. All right. Uh, well, we'll see you guys in September. Uh, just a quick reminder: if you could share the podcast, leave us any reviews on ApplePodcast.com. That really helps us out. Send us any feedback. VideoGameRations at gmail.com. We want to know what you thought about Outer Wilds. We want to know what you think about. Detroit Become Human. We want to know your opinions and feedback on the podcast. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at VG Ration, Rations, at VG Rations, plural. Uh, and then the Discord server. You can join that and hop in the conversation as it's happening. And we'll catch you guys at the end of September. Yeah.